Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is For the Right Reasons, our Bachelor podcast, and I'm Rachel. I'm okay. So this week, we, (laughs) for some reason, I don't even know why they did this, but we have two episodes to discuss. So we got a Monday night episode and a Wednesday night episode. And, like, I literally can't think of any reason why they would do this. I mean, maybe they're going to take off on the 17th for President's Day. So they wanted to, like, double up on the weeks? I can't really figure it out. No, or, like, later on they're gonna... I was thinking something with, like, March Madness. Like, <gasps> Yes. There would be, like, a pause because of March Madness. Yeah, but, like, that that's gonna come fairly late. And I feel mm-hmm. like... I hated it, and at the same time, like, okay, give me two really shitty episodes and, like, just let's get through this because... Like we've said for, like, I feel like three weeks now, I'm not enjoying watching this season. I'm not enjoying the show. Um, not as yeah. much as, like, I could be. The only reason I liked it was because I was like, okay, I know exactly what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I no. didn't, like, I didn't have to sit down and go, okay, what's on Netflix that I want to watch tonight? Oh, yeah. No, I still like Love My Routine, and I still have that thrill of, like, oh, it's Monday night. I get to watch my show. It just, mm-hmm. it's... Like, definitely looking at my notes, I I realized, like, how much I stopped taking notes because yeah. it's just, like, boring drama. Move on. Right. There's not as much to analyze. And it almost feels like um, it's just all about, like we said last week, like, it's about this, like, cattiness and this drama. And it's not really about, like, him finding love or them finding love. I would say Monday's episode. Wednesday was much better. And there was some drama, but he, like, took care of it. Uh Uh-huh. And then, like, the dates that they had and, like, they showed him talking and this previews from next week are very promising Mm -hmm. as far as, like, what I'd like to see on the show, I guess. So we start off the week with the Alea drama, and by Mm -hmm. the end of the week, I was almost like, I forgot this happened. Um, Right. Yeah. Who's that? (laughs) Natasha had a really good quote about she made she made her bed and now she should lay in it. Ah, that's so good. Great, it's a good dad yeah. joke. Um, but so Alea pretty much sends herself home, or Peter sends her home. I don't really. I actually... think he sends her home because he's done with the drama and he doesn't. He's not feeling it. But then, like they make it kind of look and sound like it was her idea, mm. but I don't think it was. And then if you go on like. Like, the socials were all saying, like, social media, like, that she was, like, making it to be, like, it was, like, she made herself leave. I don't fully agree with that. I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. The end result is the same. Yeah. Uh, So, So. Deandra goes home, a couple other people go home, and we move right into Costa Rica, which looks amazing. Exactly. That's the correct response to that name. (laughs) Costa Rica is so pretty. You've been there. Yeah, I've actually have been there. I didn't st- go to the where they stayed, of course, but I've been to a hotel at the base of that volcano where, that they were oh. that they could see from their hotel. So there's like lots of hot springs and stuff um, around that area from the volcano. So yeah, it's, it's very cool. Yeah, it looked amazing. Um, yeah. And then this is where we also get into Peter um, and his forehead. Right, how he falls, he hits his head on the golf cart. 
and then he cuts himself open with a a puma. Is right. <laughs> like he starts I... off telling the girls like this story about like a puma attacked him and whatever. And I think some of them are buying it. Yes, some of them were like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, but then there's a couple of them who are like, "Really?" Like Kelly, yeah. she's like an intelligent person with a real job, and she was like, kind of like, eh, "I don't think so." Yeah. Um, and I, do, I don't think Kelly makes it to the end, but I really like her kind of matter-of-factness on everything. She's just like, mm. I'm here. I'm just really tired from traveling. Like, I don't know if I love him or not. I'm just <laughs> really tired. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like how that kind of played out with her. Yeah. Um, so the first one-on-one date is with Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought... I thought Sydney's like an interesting person. <laughs> you get to know her a little better. Um, they have a fun date, and he tells her that she's the best kisser. Which, if you're watching this as the person he picks in the end, and you see that, it's kind of like, oh, I'm not the best kisser. Right. But maybe he just was saying it as like a generic compliment, like, oh, you're the best kisser. Maybe he didn't mean it like, of all the girls, you're of the all the kisser. girls, just sort of like yeah, you're right. So uh, the funny thing about Sydney, though, and I just have to say this because like I read all these memes and like I follow oh my god, some, yeah, but some Twitter of these or after is great. Yeah, so Sydney tells him about her traumatic childhood, and then she goes to tell him how hard her high school was, like how all the kids were mean to her, and she had to eat lunch by herself. And then you go on Twitter, and there's people who went to high school with her sharing her yearbook pages where she wins, like, homecoming queen, and, like, most likely oh. to be most beautiful, most beautiful, whatever. And it's like, this is not adding up, because you're saying that nobody liked you and that you had to eat lunch by yourself, yet you won all these things in high school showing that you were some at least somewhat popular. Oh, so it's yeah. a little, that's, that was a little sketchy, I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not saying I doubt, like, she had a hard childhood being a mixed race, living in Alabama, mm-hmm. I'm sure, and, like, being raised by a single mom, but but it felt a little, like, deceiving if she's going to say those things, and then, like, later we find out, <clears throat> like, maybe she's just flat out lying about some of them. Yeah. If, yeah. like, she's saying that those things and then you see people that went to school with her, like, sharing these things, it's like, hmm, that's a little shady there. Yeah, it definitely doesn't kind of give the same impression. Uh, the only yeah. note I wrote about her date was that it was super sexy times. Mm-hmm. That definitely. was pretty much, I don't even know what they did on the date other than <clears throat> make out in a hot tub. Yeah, that's what I remember, too. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I also wrote, because they, they had cuts back to the house, uh-huh. and there's some drama with, like, Kelsey and T- Tammy. Yeah. But, like, right before that happens, you see Kelsey and Hannah Ann, like, chatting. And she's, like, explaining to Hannah Ann how she's basically, she doesn't verbalize it very well, but she's, like, jealous, essentially, that he's going on the date with someone else. But she just turns into, like, a crying mess. But I'm really confused because they had that champagne f- gate thing and now they're like chatting and they're like best friends i guess they got over it i guess they got over it but i feel like that was like such a big deal the first like couple of weeks so i feel like they had closure but that was never shown to us the viewers so it was really confusing to me when they were like 
best friends. Yeah. So that's kind of why I hate when they show that kind of drama. And then later in Wednesday's episode, they really get into this McKenna and Tammy drama. Right. And then then in the end, none of it matters because it has... It doesn't continue. It's not a, well, these two continue to hate each other. So why did we have to, like, watch that for an hour? Yeah. When it's, yeah. <laughs> There's no, like, consequence of it. It's just yeah. for viewership and yeah. and whatever. I, I would have that... been I would have been totally fine never hearing about Champagne Gate. And never. You could have not known about it and then still pick up the plot. Right. Of, like, right now. Right. You kind of want to see a little drama, like, because it's, you know, there's a little entertainment, and you're not going to have 20 people living in a house together, and there'd be no drama. Sure. But it's, it was, it's, like, so dominating this, this season. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, Kelsey's at the house. She's very distraught. She's jealous. She's crying. Mm-hmm. She's having a, a, some wine. I don't know how much wine she had, but Tammy kind of like starts starts going in on her that she's an alcoholic and she's wearing her emotions too much well and tammy just really comes off as like a cold-hearted bitch most of the time like this whole season she's been portrayed that way um but she really seems like to be like personally have it out for certain people so in this episode of course it was kelsey and then next week we or next episode on wednesday it was McKenna, and it's mm-hmm. in the—I don't know if it's the way they edit it or whatever—but it definitely makes Tammy look like the bad guy. Like there was not a moment, and they show her like behind the scenes, like they're sitting around the pool, and she's like bad mouthing Kelsey, and uh-huh. so there's never a moment where you're like, oh, the other person is wrong, and Tammy's like pointing it out. It's more like she finds like this tiny little thing, like oh, you were crying and you had some wine, like. Yeah. Of course, you're, everyone's crying. You're in a different time zone. You've been flying on a plane. You're pumped with alcohol. Of course, she's <laughs> crying. Like, I don't know. I mean, Kelsey does cry a lot, but like, that so doesn't mean right. I just, I feel like Tammy like is just too cold-hearted, and she just, if someone's too too emotional for her for her viewpoint, that they're like not a good person or something. So she like sees it as her like. She has to, like, teach them a lesson or something. That's yeah. kind of what it felt like. Yep. So while that's all kind of going on, or, like, right before that, right after that all happens, they then go on a group date. Mm-hmm. Where next to none of this drama comes into play. Yeah. It's a photo shoot for Cosmo. Um, and all of them are like, I grew up reading Cosmo. Like, this is a dream. And it seems like they're actually going to use this as their digital cover which I don't really know what that means like yeah I couldn't find it I googled it yeah <laughs> um maybe they're waiting for the show to be over uh and it was just a bunch of girls in bikinis at a photo shoot kind of a boring group date mm-hmm. I don't know and then some of them like tried to make out with him and then uh-huh. they were all give, like throwing shade at each other and like yep. but it was fine it was like yeah it was pretty uneventful yeah, so it's it's just that weird contrast between like, oh my god, all this drama, and then just, oh, we're fine now. We're just right. I don't know. Until later, of course, at the cocktail part, like part of the date, right? Where then Tammy 
decides to like tell Peter her thoughts about Kelsey, which always backfires, especially when you're wrong. (laughs) Never works out. It never never works out. Um, so yeah, so she kind of like tells him and then he confronts Kelsey and Mm. Kelsey's like, what the hell? And she calls her out and Mm -hmm. no one wants to like own up to who said it or whatever. I did write though that like Kelsey, so I guess she gets called out for being unstable. And I did write down that Kelsey does come off as a little unstable just because like Mm -hmm. the way she sits down, it was just like, all right, so who are we going to talk about? Like who told Peter that I'm unstable? Like it just, yeah. She does come off a little unstable. Yeah. Uh, but, it, I mean, the names that were... She was called names, and that definitely went too far, but, like... Right. For sure. And then Tammy, I feel like, kind of, like, took it and ran with it and was, like, definitely gossiping and making it worse, and... Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely think Tammy thought more people were gonna, like, back her Rally. Up. Yeah. Rally, yeah. Just sort of, like... I don't know what she expected. or I don't know what I expected, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so the group date rose goes to Hannah Ann, which is fine. Ooh. And then we have a second one-on-one date, which is with Kelly. And this I did not understand at all. Yeah, this was a weird date. They, like, went in the woods to this, like, shaman hut. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the date that Peter and Hannah had. Yeah. Where they were, like, in that, like, sauna thing. Yep. But it was not as sexy. <laughs> no. And, like, the whole day, Kelly is very standoffish. And Peter mm-hmm. is like, give me more. Give me more. Open up to me. And it just right. sort of seems like the more he says that, the more Kelly's, like, backing away. Like, kind right. of almost, like, realizing, like, that she's not that into Peter. And, you know, like, she just, like, wants out kind of thing. And he yeah. it seems super into her. And then she just is like, nope. Um, yeah. I think it, she's very different from the other people. And she's just kind of like sitting there going like, what am I doing here? Like, these are yeah. a bunch of like catty, like Instagram wannabes, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. And she's like, diff- like in a different yeah, place in her life, so to speak. Yeah. That's actually kind of how I feel Tammy is. Now, Tammy's handling it in a completely different way. Yeah. But... I just was surprised that Peter went... I thought she was going to get sent home the way the vibe between them was. Yeah, me too. I definitely thought that she was going to get sent home on this date, for sure. But she didn't. And she did kind of open up to him a little when they were having their, like, cocktail time. Their night, evening time date or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, she definitely gets better at the end. And that kind of saves her. But... Mm -hmm. um, it made me gave the impression that she is not long for this world. This world yeah, of The Bachelor. The, the Bachelor world. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he was, like, really pressuring her to, like, say your thoughts, say your feelings. Like, what do you, do you want to be here? And da 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 So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so then we go into the end of the, end of the episode rose ceremony. Which is, they, they, oh. Chris Harrison comes down and was like, oh, there's no cocktail party. Right, but we skipped yet- the Kelsey thing, though. So what? So Kelsey goes to visit him in oh. his hotel. Right. To, like, basically defend herself from, like, all the things that Tammy said about her. Uh-huh. And Peter is basically like, you know what? Like, 
I believe you. I I really like you. I don't believe like those rumors. You don't have nothing to worry about. And to prove it, then he gives her a rose before the rose ceremony, mm-hmm. which of course <laughs> backfires terribly for her because she goes back and all the other girls are like, "What the f?" Yeah. And you kind of feel bad for her because she's like all happy, like, "Oh, I got like I got it figured out. Like I defended myself." And she goes back and, like, she's like, okay, like, it's all good, guys. And they're all staring at her like, it's all good. Like, what the hell? You got a rose? What's going on? Yeah, like, what did you do? And she, her face, she's, like, so crestfallen. <laughs> and I, I honestly, like, I felt a little bad for her because she was, like, so exuberant and, like, hopeful. And then they yeah, were all, like, like, yeah, not supportive at all. No. I mean, I don't blame them, but I just, I felt bad for her. Um, so, yeah. Rose ceremony. Yeah. Uh, Tammy is like, hey, can I pull you aside? And then McKenna comes, McKenna, I keep, her name is spelled weird, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Um, so then McKenna interrupts Tammy, and Lexi, I think it is at this point, the one redhead is like, well this is just a damn cocktail party if we're all going to interrupt. Like, right. you know, and it, it definitely was very petty. And yes, you do have to wonder though, if them going to talk to him influenced his decision already, like, I mean, not already, if it influenced his decision at all, because there does seem to be like a pause where he's talking to Chris after the, those two go and talk to him. And that could all be editing, of course, but it's kind of like, did he, like, change the lineup, or did was this the plan all along? Uh, I can't imagine that somebody coming to you and being like, I want to talk to you special about the drama that's going on around me. Yeah, I you're right. I think about, like, if I were in that position, like, I'd be like, nope, you're, you know, you're done. Like, I'm just like, I don't want the drama. I don't want to get into this. He said, she said, I believe you. I don't worry about her and we'll start this. Nope, nope, you're all done. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I was surprised that Tammy got a rose instead of Lexi, especially after everything. But I guess it wasn't until the Wednesday episode where he kind of saw her for who she really was. Yeah, but at that point, some other people go home on the Wednesday episode that I feel like he was just like done with it all. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, in this episode, in this first rose ceremony, uh, Shan and Lexi go bye bye, yep. uh, which I, I mean, I know their names and I know their faces, but at this point I'm still kind of like who, because yeah, they didn't, there wasn't a lot to do with Shan. Shan, like Shan. he, they don't show her a lot talking to him or like even talking to the other women or like doing anything interesting. Yeah. So that wasn't exactly very surprising to me. She had that one like moment at the football date where she scored all the points and then didn't get True. to talk to him. And so like, that's all I know about her. So yeah, exactly. Okay. So for the Wednesday night episode, they head down to Columbia mm-hmm. for their dates and they kind of like show the girls sitting around and they're like agreeing that they're going to put the drama behind them and move forward and blah, blah, blah. So there you go. Yep. Um, and then Peter comes in and he says his spiel and then he takes away Hannah Ann for the first one-on-one. Yep. Right? Yep. 
So that was interesting to me because it felt like from the beginning she was kind of a front runner mm-hmm. and then they haven't shown her as much. And so it was nice that she got this one-on-one date. Um, and then he even like says to her kind of, he wasn't sure where she stood because she wasn't being very forward about her feelings and that sort of thing. Yeah, and like, where are you? What's going on? Uh, and they have this weird conversation about mm-hmm. Hannah Ann's like, yeah, like I dated somebody for three and a half years, but we didn't really love each other. I'm like, I, yeah, I, weird. Th- this is terrible. <laughs> That's terrible podcasting. But I just made a face because it's like how. How can you date somebody for three and a half years and then just be like, but we weren't in love? Right. Because she definitely was like, it wasn't like a high school boyfriend kind of thing. I can see that. Be like, oh, like you date somebody in high school and middle school. But even then, like, you think you love the person. I don't know. She's only 22. So it could have been like high school into college. Maybe. Like they dated in high school and then like freshman year of college or something. Maybe. And then broke up because they were like, well, we're in college now. We don't really love each other. So let's just break up. It could have like, been something like that. But like love each other anymore. But she, so she makes this whole point about like, I've never fallen in love. I've never been in love. Yeah. And I just, I got to imagine that that makes her boyfriend, if he's probably watching this, which he's not, you know, make feel like shit. Yeah. Um, but it also seems like a setup for what happens later, which is when she for whatever reason he's telling her she's having like these two perfect answers and blah 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 yeah and then she tells them oh i think i'm falling in, in love with you with you and it's and, like, like all of a sudden after okay. six weeks, and she makes it a point to say like i've been waiting you know to fall in love in columbia for six weeks or something like that and right so you didn't love this guy after three and a half years but in six weeks you're falling in love right it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little quick the way it's presented because they haven't even had like a one-on-one time or anything. Yeah. So like with Kelsey tell, tells him at some point, oh, I, I'm falling in love with you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay. And they've, but they've had that one-on-one time. So even though it's still so short, at least she has like a, some sort yeah. of like valid reason for feeling that way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so she gets the date, the the group rose, and we yeah. move on to the date, the one on one rose. Yeah, sorry, the one on one. She gets the one on one rose, and then we move on to the uh, next group date. Yeah. Yeah. So the group date is basically like everyone else except Victoria. Victoria, Victoria P- F. F. Victoria F. Sorry. So Victoria F, we find out, is getting going to get another one-on-one date in Columbia. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. The group date is, like, kind of this weird thing where they're going to go film, like, a soap opera. Yeah, like a fake telenovela sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, somebody's his grandmother. And yeah. then there's all these, like, other characters they play. And... The grandma, like, I forget who it was. I think it was... Kelly. Okay. She's, like, trying to change the thing, the... The, uh... Script? The script. 
so that like maybe Peter falls in love with his abuela, his grandmother. Right. And she's like, I'm a gilf, a grandmother I'd like to fantasy sweet with. And I thought yeah. of us because we came up with the word fantasy sweeting. Yes. Um, and I was like, we look, did do that. now that's on the show. No, it's, it's, yeah. it's now officially a verb. It's a uh, verb. Yeah. They want to All thanks to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so that date seemed, like, very, like, non-dramatic. Yeah. Again, which is kind of shocking. Like, all the drama happens at the house or at the cocktail parties and not at the group dates. Yeah. But um, the one thing about the group date that was weird is, like, McKenna, who had planned to leave the night before because she was so upset she didn't get a one-on-one date Mm -hmm. um she gets this like weird role on the soap opera where she's the maid who's always in the background and she's like it's it's such a portrayal of how I feel in this group like I'm here but I'm just in the background like he doesn't see me because I'm just in the background and it's like okay oh yeah all right you just want to roll your eyes kind of oh yeah uh, then they get this like big makeout session at the end, and then she's mm-hmm. like super glowy and super happy. Right? She's like, "This is the best day ever." Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, she's like so insecure, and she's like crying over it, ready to leave. And then all of a sudden, she gets a little bit of attention, and she's like, "Everything is great." Yeah. Yeah. Um. So at is it at this like post group date? Yeah, I think so. That he has this conversation with Victoria P. Yes. Who comes off a little dumb. Because, like, Peter, so Peter pulls him aside and she's like, this is great. I'm so happy with you. And I I don't even remember how their conversation went, but Peter kind of turns the conversation to, like, Mm -hmm. the Victoria. Um, I'm kind of not feeling it with you. And then she's like, Wait, what? Like, I mean, I don't understand. Like, what? Like, can you can? Like, yeah. What? Like, she's like, what is going on right now? What's what going is... on right now? Yeah. And she doesn't get it. But she was confident in him, and I don't blame her because the way they always portrayed them together seemed like they were progressing, like normal progressing and like normal. Yeah, like they're they're into each other. Yeah. It it made no sense. Like, it didn't make I'll, sense. And I'll, I mean, even to me. So, I mean, I can't imagine how she felt. Cause, right. But. That's definitely going to come up in After the Rose. She's going to be like, what happened? Right. Because it's just like, all of a sudden, what? And then she goes home. Even before yeah. the rose ceremony. Yeah. Which is usually like a really strong thing to have to do. Like, usually somebody has to do something really wrong for you to be like, mm, no. Right. Right. Like, like, I'm not even going to keep you around just for, like, fun. Or I'm not even going to keep you around just to, like, the rose ceremony and, like... Right. Which, like, the reasons he gave her would be, like, a typical reason that someone wouldn't get a rose at the rose ceremony. Ceremony. I don't... It doesn't make sense that he felt like he had to tell her this at the cocktail party. Yeah. But maybe he was just uncomfortable and he didn't want to have to, like push her away if she started trying to kiss him or something right yeah okay okay i guess there is that no i think you're right that actually makes sense because wasn't she the one who like cuddles up on his lap and was like touching is one of my love languages and you haven't been touching me lately yeah 
She did. She did say that. Okay. So I wonder if he was kind of like, I don't really want to make out with you right now. And I don't want to have to want to explain like why I don't want to kiss you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So maybe it was some, just something like that. And he just seems like, um, like very straightforward with everything he does. Like, you know, in the past you've seen him and it's all like kind of like flowery language and they mm-hmm. never show the whole conversations, of course, but it's like, it always seems like very superficial and fake and scripted. But in the past couple of seasons, in fact, it seemed a little bit more like straightforward. And he's especially like that. He's like, okay, let's be honest. Like, I'm not feeling this, blah, 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 blah. Like, yep. there's no point in waiting till the rose ceremony. Yep. And then later when he confronts Tammy and McKenna, he's like, well, where do you see us? Because I don't know if I see us here. And like, he's just very yeah. like blunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely like he, as compared to a lot of the beginning of the episode where we kind of thought like, oh, maybe he's still too in Hannah. He doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he knows what he wants. And all of a sudden he's just like, mm, nope and nope and nope and nope. Yeah. And just kicking him. It's like gotten easier for him. Yeah. Perhaps because he already kind of figured out who's he, who he's going to pick or at least who his top like couple two or three are. I think yeah, we usually So that do makes that. it easier to cut the other people. Yeah. You start I th- I got to imagine by this point you really start realizing like these couple people I'm super into and then there's like these 12 other people where it's like eh with. Yeah. And and that's probably why they fill in all the other drama because otherwise there's maybe not a lot of chemistry with him. Right. Yeah, that could be it. There's, like, really obvious chemistry with, like, a couple of the women, and then... If we would see that on the TV, it'd be like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, hello. Obviously, he's picking her. Yeah. Yeah. So, back to the um, cocktail party, there's a little, like, fighting between, um, between Tammy and McKenna, and it comes to, like, a lot of words, like, she's, you know, Tammy's calling McKenna immature, which... Just to, like, attack somebody and call them immature is immature in and of itself. Like, the way she does it is, like, very immature in the first place. And McKenna definitely acts more mature in this situation than Tammy does. She's like, yeah, I'm not going to talk to you. I'm done. I'm done with this. Like, I'm walking away now. And Tammy, like, keeps, like, poking the bear. And it's like, okay, this is really weird. But, um... Yeah, so they get into it, and they're, like, screaming at each other. Not screaming, just talking really loud, and Peter is outside talking to Madison, and they can hear the other girls, like, fighting. And that's bad. Yeah. And I feel like, so, I feel like, yeah, Peter at this point is like, I'm done with this. Right. But I've already sent one girl home off the rose ceremony. I can't send all of them. Right. Yeah, and they're like kissing, and Madison's like, "There's people I fighting, think, but yeah, that doesn't bother us." <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, you can kind of see, like, Madison's gonna go pretty far because he's super into her. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so, meanwhile, um, we get into Victoria F. She has a one-on-one horse date. Horse um, date. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I fast-forwarded through a lot of that date. It was. I was like, I don't need to hear her keep talking about her, this. 
it was boring. They, they yeah. something with horses. They get into a weird argument. She closes up, and again, this is another one like Kelly, where like I don't understand him mm-hmm. because she is very just much sort of like this. I'm just closed off, and I just I don't want to open up to you. And he's like, "Give me more, give me more, open mm-hmm. up, like talk to me." And it's like she's giving off all of these signals in a way of like, "I'm just not that into you," and he doesn't get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's like, I don't know what to say. This was later. I did watch the end of the date where they were having drinks, and and she was like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I feel sick to my stomach. And, and it's almost she's... like she wants to say, I'm not into you, and but she doesn't want to leave. Yep. Because a, that is a feeling I got at least. Yep. Yeah, like the the whole Instagram, like I'm not that into you at all. But if I leave, I won't get as much in, you know, as many Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. But then she maybe feels bad, like she can't tell him fake things, so she just right. doesn't say anything. Like maybe she has like a little guilty conscience, so she's like, yeah. um, she doesn't want to say like, oh yes, I love you. Yeah, because um, that would be even worse. And as we're finding out, she apparently is a real piece of work in the real world. I've seen yes. a fair amount of information about that. So like, yeah, me too. She seems like she's somebody who, I want to say, maybe needs to do a little soul searching or kind of getting in touch with herself mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, you definitely get the feeling, like, after this date conversation and then what I've read about her online, that she is not here for the right reasons. Yes. If you will. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, but he does give her the rose because he f- feels confident in her and he really likes her. Like you can tell yep. he's really into her. So he gives her the rose and he's like, this is like a vote of confidence in you and blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like that kind of thing. Like he's putting himself out there. Yeah. Which and... also to be fair, that's kind of how I felt about Cassie in Colton season where mm-hmm. like she kind of kept especially the whole end thing where she was like, I'm just pulling away. I'm not that into you. Like I just, I'm done. And he's like, I'm going to shut down the whole show. And then she's like, mm, really don't. And yeah. They're, but they're still together. So like, maybe there's. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought her whole thing though, was like that she didn't want to get married. Yeah. And she was nervous about that aspect of it. And she didn't want to say like, I'm not going to marry you because then he wouldn't like stick around maybe i don't know yeah that's a little off topic (laughs) uh so she gets the rose we come back to the cocktail hour um and this is just more okay it's more tammy and we kind of screaming at each other and having this weird argument they have this weird two-on-one mini date at the cocktail party tammy gets sent home they're supposed to come early so he can like hash this out and like talk to them yeah, and then so Tammy gets sent, sent home during that. Mm-hmm. McKenna goes home with the rose ceremony anyway. Right. None of this matters. And when she leaves, she says, if he was going to send me home anyways, why didn't he just do it when he sent Tammy home? Which, of course, right. she has a good point. Like, why bother? He could have had two more extra minutes with each of the other women to talk to them if he hadn't kept McKenna for the rose ceremony. Yeah. Uh, and I'd... someone else leaves, too. Oh, Sydney. Yes, you're right. 
And I was so blown away because we go from Monday night's episode where I wrote yeah. all about how she had this super sexy, amazing, sexy chemistry and all right. they do is make out and it's the most making out I've seen him do with anybody, really. I mean, like, he's definitely right. kissed some girls, but this was, like, feeling each other up and the hot yeah, tub and all this other stuff. Yeah. And then she goes home and it's like, hello, what? Yeah, I was shocked when he gave Kelly the last rose instead of Sydney. But yet, for, sure, for sure. But you're keeping Kelly, who's closed off and unsure. But you're keeping Victoria F, who's like, uh, well, she ew. already had a rose. Well, but it, yeah, I just. Do you know what I just? I think though, I think this shows again that he already has like decided who the top couple people are, and he enjoys making out with Sydney, so he <laughs> doesn't want to risk like that being. You know what I mean? Like, if he Ooh, kept her and okay. they kept having dates, then they would just keep making out a lot. And he wants more than that, maybe. He wanted, like, not just a makeout buddy. So he's like, okay, if I send her home, then I, you know, there's, like, not that temptation anymore. Right. Sort of almost know. like uh, Tyler was for Hannah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So there are six girls left at this point. Hannah Ann, super obvious. Mm-hmm. Madison super obvious at this point kelsey kelsey and victoria f easily Mm -hmm. probably gonna be the final four yeah easily top four kelly kelly definitely not the top four and then natasha and natasha who has kind of slid under the radar just you could have ended with who (laughs) no i didn't feel that way because they have shown her a lot like in like but, like, as a sideline character, like, commenting on all the other bullshit going on. Like, not True. anything between her and Peter. True. But they did show, I, like, paid attention at the beginning of the season when they showed, like, all the reels. They showed him kissing with her somewhere. So, I think, they, you know, next week they're going to have a indeed. one-on-one. Yeah. And, you know, all that. Yeah. I. But I, I don't I, think she's top four. Not even close. Um... I just, I can't believe, like, she stuck around. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, next week, I guess, it'll be a couple dates, and then we'll get hometowns. Like, So, do you think next week they're going to go from six to four? He's going to cut two people? I think so. Huh. So, what do you think? There'll be two one-on-ones and then a very small group date? Yeah, maybe a two-on-one. Ooh, that'd be weird. Yeah, because at this point, I don't know why. Actually, they haven't done the two-on-ones in a while. So next week, I think you're right. It's going to be all about um, who's going to be going to hometown. So all the time that they're going to spend, they're going to be trying to, like, get to know, let him get to know them as much as possible and why they think that he should meet their parents and all this, which is kind of weird, like you were saying before, because we've gone from, like, a big group to a small group very fast. So it feels like there's, like... There's no way that any of them could be, like, close enough to him at this point to want to introduce them to their parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's very fast. Yes. It does feel very fast because we've been saying so long. Like, we have not seen any of his relationship or his growth with any of these people. Right. So, if he's going to go to their hometowns and ask for marriage, I feel like the general vibe is going to be, like, where did this come from? Right. Although the parents wouldn't feel that way because they haven't seen what's been going on. Yeah. And of course, 
we haven't seen everything that's going on either because they're filming all these people 24-7 and we only see two hours of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So um, we will see what happens next week. And I guess that's about it. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on my blog, com or iTunes. And uh, comment, you know, send us some comments. Send us some love. Please speculate with us. Bye. Bye.